Welcome to another episode of Balls Back. My name is Matt Riggin. With us again tonight, our friend Ethan Hall. Ethan, how are we doing this time? What's happening, brother? <laughs> Good to be here. <laughs> Just one word throws you off, man. Yeah, it does. Uh, I'm not sure if we mentioned this last podcast or not. I want to get to it right off the bat. We had a Balls Back event last week. We did. Last Thursday, Staples Center, Lakers T-Wolves. This is usually where most people will talk about how much fun it was, but I'll tell you right now. Not every game is worth going to. <laughs> yeah. What a game. <laughs> what a fucking game. Uh, injuries were brutal. Obviously, no LeBron, no Lonzo. I mean, Jimmy Butler left months ago. Derrick Rose played 10 minutes. Yeah, they say he's 12 to be exact. But yeah, he left with an ankle sprain or injury, whatever. It's really disappointing. I like to get there like 30 minutes beforehand. I felt so fucking late to that game. We showed up like right at tip-off. This is the problem with carpooling, by 100%, the way. 100%. I just usually like to be there 20, 30 minutes before, <clears> and that was ripped for me. No, yeah, 100%. And this is a total first world problem, but we had box seats, and I kind of felt half clocked in the whole time, like having to talk to people who are just like related to my work. And uh, yeah, I can see that. When, when did I sit down next to you in the first quarter? Like how many minutes? It left? took like four a Four or while. five minutes left in the first quarter? I'd say about 10 minutes to be... Brutally honest. So I was waiting on you. Two minutes left in the quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's terrible. That's like some bad customer service, if you ask me. Yeah. Let me watch the game. You find me at halftime. Find me at the quarter breaks or sit next to me while we watch the game. How's that sound? Yeah, actually, he's like, oh, you're a big Laker fan? Not really. It's like, I've oh. just been waiting for season tickets for <laughs> almost a decade. Like, no big deal. Yeah. Do you even know who the Lakers are, sir? And the same thing happened again. I got halftime. I got up to get like my third plate of food, which is. We'll get into it in a second, the pros and cons of the <laughs> of the sweet seats. But yeah. again, I didn't sit down until about six minutes left in the third quarter. I got up, start of halftime. Next thing I know, I'm clocked in again, talking work, talking shop. Let's watch the game, though, guys. Are we even sure, and again, first world problems, are we sure box seats are even good? I, uh, They're good seats. I, okay, I, hold I, on. <laughs> let's, let's clarify. There are pros and cons to it, right? Well, I'm actually going to disagree with you there. I think they're bad seats, but I think it's way better. It's bad seats because I think they're so high up, and it's kind of, it kind of takes you away from the game a little bit. And they have a TV up there, too. A little too I, social. Yeah, I watched the TV for a little bit. I was like, I could do this at home. While well, I was talking to the guy, I was like looking through him at the TV. Right? Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. Yep. And yep. then you look We're down. We're going to schedule that. Yeah, sure. yeah. You look down, and it's great. You see the court and everything, but... Even though everybody's eight feet tall out there, it still seems like you're a mile away. At what point, like, if we were doing, like, the matrix of, like, where these line up, when you're getting closer to the court, like, at what point would you rather be in a box than on the court? Like, would you rather be in the lower bowl all the way in the very back or would you rather be in a box seat? That's, like, pretty oh, close. Oh, you'd be in a box, obviously. That's way better. Usually, like, lower bowl the box, those people are right below you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, talk down to them. It's great. Oh, I've, 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 <laughs> I've heckled people like oh, at yeah. the end of the I, lower bowl before. I brought that up because I've witnessed it. Oh, um, uh, me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I took you to the game say, one I've time. I've done that one yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> and I just like try to keep it under control, buddy. We got business here. I feel like <laughs> I would rather sit. I'd rather be in that guy's seat than the box. Honest really? Honest to God. Honest to God. Why? Just, I like the like ex- the exclusion from the... Like the nonsense around you. You don't have to really be watching. social. 
Yeah, and the people that are around you are way bigger fans usually. Yeah, like they're, they're way more into the game. Yeah, they're not on their phones. They're not going to the bathroom. They're not worried about what they're eating. They're not talking. I totally understand that. That makes sense. But at the same time, is that worth however many beers you want, however much food you want in the suite? Begs the question. True. I mean, I would just properly pregame if I was sitting on a seat. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just I bring that shit with me. I'm still uh, not I'm not spending 50 bucks at Staples Center, I'll tell you that. The best player on the court was Carl Anthony Towns. Count me out. See ya. I know. There was that one dunk. I think that was in, like, in the third quarter. That was pretty cool. Oh, uh, he dunked? No, it was about... That was about... <laughs> I was talking with the, me. I was talking with the guy who we went with who drove us up. Yeah. I was talking to him today and I was like, Can you believe we saw that fucking set of spare parts that were the Lakers <laughs> last week? And they might next week all of a sudden have LeBron James and Anthony Davis playing. Yeah. And we just literally saw fucking KCP and Zubots blow a basically a tied game going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, it was cool. You got to see Magic Johnson in the stairwell. Rob Palinka, Palinka. Yeah. Uh, From a mile LeBron away. LeBron James was at the very end. You know, you just saw him zoning out. We couldn't see the wine glass. We tried. We tried. And uh, Lonzo Ball was. Wait a minute. He didn't show up to the game. That's, no. That's kind of disrespectful to your team. No, he's in Chino Hills somewhere. Yeah. He just. He really didn't give a fuck. He's like, ah, it's the T Wolves. This is depressing me. Let's just move on. But it's Let kinda, people know where to listen to us. Before we do that, actually, I'd, I'd like to run it. Um, run. Haul me up. Haul me up. Lecture hall? Absolutely. All right. Y'all know I don't stretch. Anybody pay attention to Viking football? 84 don't stretch on game day. Things aren't always the easy way. Things aren't always the hard way. Not for sure the whole way. Now. Nice. I like how we sped that up a little bit. Yeah. I'm trying to be courteous here. Now, there's been something on my mind very, you know, I'm reassessing things around me ever since the Laker game. And I actually think you may know what I'm talking about here. But don't get stage fright at a public urinal. Is this because I won't pee at a urinal? I won't <laughs> Perhaps, and maybe I'm talking to myself here, but how is it that every time someone cruises up to a urinal, I can't pee for 30 minutes? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? It's I like all of a sudden I get stage fright. I can't perform. That's not the only time you have stage fright, dude. <laughs> There's obviously different scenarios here. There's some times where you go to a bathroom and there's 40 stalls open, or 40 urinals, excuse me, and you're at one and some dude just comes up to the stall next to you. That's an issue. There's 40 other st- urinals open, sir. Please move down. That's just a power move, though. Is it? <laughs> if you're the guy, if you're the guy who, if you're the guy who walks up to the dude who is obviously trying to pee in the corner by himself, like you're gonna have no problem peeing at all. He's just like, let's see if you got it, champ. Yeah. Okay. And the game just got out. I'm being a bitch and waiting for the stall because. God knows there's 40 people behind me just waiting. And when you're up at the urinal, it just feels like everybody's staring at you. It's and also like trough style, if I remember right. Yeah. There were no walls. I'm out. My cock's out. <laughs> I can't do it. So I can't do it. <laughs> and can we talk about walls for a minute? Who decided the height on those, huh? I like a wall to start from the ground. I like, yeah. a, <laughs> a, good I like base. a baseboard. Yeah, it yeah. comes up to my neck. Maybe even higher. 
Yeah, why not? Why the fuck not? How much money are we saving on having three foot walls? Yeah. If another guy was peeing next to me who's my height, like, <laughs> people are lucky I'm not fucking, like, weirder, or I'd start, like, really putting the pressure on. You know what I mean? Like, I'm always, like, locks off. Yeah, yeah. Straight ahead. Yeah, if you're weirder, weirder, it's kind of like, hey, nice dream, pal. Like, how do we fix this? Like, how do we start being with confidence? <sighs> I don't know. They sh- people should hit us up at ballsbackpodcast at gmail.com with ideas. We need a fucking bet. For January, we're about to wrap up this month, and we have no idea what our bet is. And I actually blame listener Colin, listener Jaime, listener Paul, listener Mike, listener Travis. I mean, I could name a whole list of them. Ballsbackpodcast at gmail.com. It's a little bit ridiculous. I like that plug, and uh, we could do a belated bet, or we might just have to think one on our own. But we'll figure it out. It'd be a lot better if you guys hit us up. Please do. I warned everybody last episode. This is going to be a uh, a mainly football podcast. Super Bowl week. Two goals in like five days or so. Where are we at? Yeah, we're football heavy this week. This is. Uh, are we excited for this game at all? No. Wow. Yeah, God, I'm, I'm not. I. Should we talk basketball instead or what? <laughs> no, no. I want to cover football. You know, I run a four-two-five-forty in my prime. I was a stud receiver, first team all state. Six-three, tan. Full yeah. Head, full head so, of hair. So you know, if there's one thing I get, it's football. Are you? Not in because the Cowboys aren't in, or did you want the Chiefs, <laughs> or did you want the Saints in there? I wanted the Chiefs to go all the way. Uh, I'm not a Chiefs fan. I would have really liked to see that. I love Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and Kareem Hunt before he kicked that chick. Uh, <laughs> now, you, now, now you love him. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'll cut Right. <laughs> no, don't. Uh, no. I would have loved to see them go all the way. I like Andy Reid. I mean, it's... He's so due, man. Dude, he needs it. And I think the Chiefs, this is a, would have been their first time to the Super Bowl since like 1915. Yeah, or since something. we've been alive for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's some crazy stat. Like they've had that. a lot of, they've had quietly had a lot of really good teams over the last like 20 years. Uh, dude, I know. Um, and I actually would have liked the Saints over the Rams. And anybody who's listened to the previous podcast, I think, you know, I hate the Rams. And it's more based on the fact that I hate Rams fans. Then I do the Rams because I don't know where you're meeting these Ram fans, man. I don't, I don't know none. I work with 42 of them. Oh, There's right. 42 drivers at my work, and they're all Rams fans. And I don't even think that's real, but they might as well be. Quit. Yeah. <clears throat> I want to spend way more time on the prop bets. I'm like a two out of ten excited level for like the actual outcomes of the game. But let's just get that out of the way. I think the current spread sits right now. It's Tuesday night. New England minus three. Rams plus three. Yeah, I saw Is that. That's what you're saying. Yep. You first or me? You go first. Fuck it. You're going to hate this, I think? Uh-oh. Give me the Rams plus three. Uh, you think? Yeah. Obviously. It's obviously. I just it, got done saying I hate fucking the Rams. <laughs> it opened up. I mean... Rams opened, are favored, right? It opened up Rams minus one. Yeah. But that did not last long at all. No. It changed very quickly to Pats minus one, and it's now moved even farther to Pats minus three. It's just really... I mean, it's two most important positions, I mean, in football, but... If it wasn't Tom Brady, if it wasn't Bill Belichick, this would be a eight, nine point spread. Oh yeah, with ease. Easy, and <clears throat> I'm really worried with what we're seeing with Gurley getting four carries last week. Is that what it was? Something like that. Something embarrassing, and I yeah. didn't hear anything about it. Maybe his health is. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I think it's a health issue. Maybe it's a lot worse than what they were letting out, but I think that could be you know a major issue. But if it's not, it's, I mean, the Pats haven't been able to stop anybody's run game all year yeah and i think that 
Sean McVay kind of seems like the right guy. I think Jared Goff is the the perfect like, adolescent pawn, like pawn, You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. He's just good enough to make all the throws, make the reads. He doesn't he doesn't ruin games. I've not seen him ruin a game outside of that one Lions game that was like week thirteen or some shit where it cost everybody and their moms their fantasy game. Yeah. So so he just ruined some games. Honestly, I think the results of this game are a little empty for the Pats. I mean, I don't think whether or not they win is going to change how we look back on the the Brady Belichick run over the last twenty years. Right. But if the Rams win, it's gonna be it's such a huge, huge deal for yep. them. They just came back to LA. Obviously they won in St. Louis twenty years ago on the dot. But the boost, you know, in that situation, it just means way more to them. As you said, the Patriots have been there many times over the past decade. It's gonna be like, oh, Belichick and Brady won another one? Okay, another tally. Big deal. And it actually is a big deal. It's crazy that they've been there this much. And so often, it's everybody's kind of looking down on it like, oh, they make it every year. And it's like, instead of looking at it that way, it'd be like, oh, shit, they make it every year. That's pretty fucking awesome. People do it with the Warriors. Why can't they do it with the Patriots? People don't appreciate the Warriors either. And Go to fucking San Francisco. And think, well, exactly, that's a hot spot. You know what I mean? I guess. And the Patriots have been doing it for five times longer. Yeah, exactly. So I, I get the frustration with, you know, people and stuff. That's, that makes sense. But at the same time, f- fuck the Rams. And But with that being said, it is going to be a huge deal if they win. Young coach, young team. They've just been working other teams. So I totally see what you're saying. That being said, I do have Patriots still winning just based and off covering? of the... And covering. Winning and covering just based off their track record and their history of being great. Now, I'm football casual. I will jump on any bandwagon for football that I feel the urge to. It's very different for me from basketball. I kind of want to see the Pats win just for the 41-year-old quarterback. And I'm not like a big Rams fan. I'm cool with them winning. I don't really give a fuck, though. Yeah. So, I'm picking would the Rams. You, would you say you're not too excited about this game? No, I'm, this is a good game for me. Okay. This is ideal. This is like my, what I wanted to see out of the four teams that were left. So, you Fuck said... the Saints. <laughs> the Saints. <laughs> you wouldn't have liked to see Breeze win no, it? No. Be taller, for sure. Okay. No, right. don't be inadequate and be a professional uh, football player. Fair enough. I'd rather get in things that are way more interesting. Let's talk about the prop bets. Absolutely, this 100%. This is a gambling podcast. This is... I'm looking forward to these. So these next one, they can be football-related prop bets. Like they could be, you know, who you like for MVP, winning if you want, or there's like weird ones with players like John Kelly over under nine and a half yards, etc. But it right. could also be Gladys Knight omitting a word from the national anthem. <laughs> it is a yes that Gladys Knight omits a word from the national anthem at plus six hundred. She's seventy-four years old. You're saying she's going to do it. I don't know. I'm just saying it's good odds. She's 74. How many people that are 74 know a song in its entirety? That's 74 years being in this country, you fucking communist. (laughs) Hey, I mean, you can can put some money on the know at minus 1,500. I mean. Yeah, because Vegas knows. So if you put 150 bucks on this, you could win $10. Do you feel pretty good about Gladys Knight saying this perfectly? Yeah. You should look into this. (laughs) I'd rather not. I'm actually staying away from that one. 
hundred percent. No, stay away from. Yeah, that's it. a stay away from. I that just one. like that it's a nice anthem bet right at the beginning. Just get you right into the game. Um, I'd I'd actually like to talk about the anthem just a little bit longer. Oh, I don't have another anthem one. Let's hear it. Because I do. Uh, anthem length, which I found this quite interesting. You did your research on this last year. I, I did my research last year, and I did it again this year. On because, Gladys Knight? Yeah. Because <laughs> I was actually baffled uh, to see that last year the anthem length was over under two minutes. Now, Pink, who sang the national anthem last year, happened to get a sickness the week before, which... I don't know how the fuck I found that out, but she got sick, and I was like, that'll affect her voice, obviously, so I'm taking the under. Did you check Gladys' uh, vital signs? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I did not uh, do that. However, her over-under is one minute and 50 seconds. That's a, they, Hey, these odds makers, they're paying attention. Man. Yeah. And I feel like they're paying attention. Vegas gets it. So, and the over-under also for both of them was minus 120, where last year it was under, was like plus 200 or something like that. And the over was minus 150. Mm-hmm. So obviously I took the under. But you have some inside info. Yeah, and I also I also hit up Pink and just, you know, I told her I kind of made a bet. So you're taking the over with Gladys Knight? I'm not taking that bet. I'm t- I, I can't do it. stay away? I'm just to stay away. I guess what we got from Gladys Knight <laughs> is stay away from Gladys Knight, man. She's a sucker bet. <laughs> What's your next one? I have a roughing the passer penalty called. Oh, I think I saw something about this. Yeah. I would say, yeah, easy. What's the yes? Minus the one, yes is... Minus 150? You're very wrong. It's plus 130. Oh, come on. And it's a no is minus 170. Roughing the passer calls have been being called all season, and I know it's the playoff. I mean, excuse me, Jesus. I know it's the Super Bowl, and you know you're not going to get those calls. But just the fact that they've made even a whole rule change on how you can't put your whole body weight on a quarterback now and this. Tom Brady's in this game, right? Yeah, I I feel like it's going to get called, and just based on the fact that also it was called 300 times this year, and that's actually probably an accurate number. I would like to lump roughing the kicker into this. I doubt <laughs> I doubt that any betting site's gonna give you that. I didn't see that. <laughs> there was no roughing the kickers. Damn it. Uh, fuck the kickers. How so, about this one? Put your money on yes, hundred percent. Go ahead. Saying the greatest show on turf at one point. Oh, I actually really like that this one. It's a fucking gimme, yes. Right? Yes plus two hundred. Dude. Rams and Super Bowl twenty years ago. What was the nickname for that team? Greatest, greatest show, show on, on turf. turf. They're playing in Atlanta, right? Yeah. It's turf? Yeah. Oh. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Plus 200, dude. I saw this one, too. It's, Let's it's, circle this one. Yeah, 100%. Let's circle this one. I'm circling the rough in the past one, too. I know the too. odds makers are listening to this, so it's probably going to go down to like 150 yeah. after this. Make your bets now. For my next one, I have Goff or Brady Rush TD. Guess the line on this one. So yes either or no? of them score a rushing touchdown? Yeah. Either of them, yes or no? Plus 150. For yes? Yeah, I'm going to say it's a slightly less likely than not. Because Brady sneaks <clears throat> all the time, so I'm going to say plus 150. And then no, what would you guess that was at? No, minus 200. I'd love to say that's close, but it's kind of not. It's close on the yes. I mean, the yes is plus 350, which I think is ridiculous. And the no is minus 650. Oh, Jesus. I'm not even close. <laughs> yeah. Not even close. 
Uh, Thank you I, for the courtesy. Dude, I would go yes on this. That's crazy. I've seen – I mean, how many times has Tom Brady on the one-yard line rushed in for a TD? The big thing is can he get a PI in the end zone where they put it on the one? Right. That's what you need. Yeah. I mean, it's perfectly doable. And if you just have a few bucks to throw down, you're going to win big on this. Do we know Goff's rushing touchdowns off the top of our head? Has he done this? And now he's a child. I don't know what he does. Sure. Yeah. You go ahead. More carries. Todd Gurley or CJ Anderson? <laughs> this one to me, Gurley at minus 300 is... If you get this wrong, shame on Sean McVay. Shame on the Rams. You can't give the ball more to CJ Anderson than Todd Gurley, right? Yeah, 100%. Well, it's all a question of his health. I mean, you were just talking sure. about it a minute ago. Yeah, I mean, exactly. But is anybody paying attention to that? I don't <laughs> think so. Does anybody <laughs> know Todd Gurley's health status? Fuck. God damn it, I need an assistant. <laughs> Can I get a crunch on that, please? I have nothing else on this one. Go to your next one. This is where I start having a little fun. Color of the Gatorade pour. No. Do you have that one? No. Okay. No. Uh, I actually saw that one. I I never. I always stay away from that one. Harden points versus Utah, February third, minus one twenty. Brady pass attempts in the Super Bowl, minus one twenty. Who you got? Uh, I take Brady. Really? Yeah. I don't think they're really going to be running more than. I think Brady's going to get an easy forty attempts. And just when it comes down to, do I think Harden's going to score forty? I mean, yeah, he easily could, but. Smart money says he doesn't. You know what I mean? Does smart money say he doesn't, though? Because he gets 30 free throws a game, so... Hey, this is a football podcast. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm not here to get into foul calls with James Harden. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I take Harden with ease. Guy's my boy. He knows how to fucking draw a foul. He's a stud. He's your boy, but you left him off your all-star team last week. Moving on. Former all-star, James Harden. How about this? This is relevant. Will they mention the spread during the game at all? 100%. What's the line? They say yes is plus 350. So they're saying <laughs> way more likely than not that they don't mention it. Excuse me? Well, then that's just a problem with our society as a whole and the way that the games are... Uh... You know, they teach abstinence in school. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's the same This, This is blasphemy. You're not going to mention the spread in a fucking sport? The fact that the odds say this know that they probably won't. Yeah, Vegas knows best, which is a problem with everything about the NFL and why we are a huge NBA podcast. (laughs) 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 It's ridiculous, man. If if you were an announcer, would you mention the spread? Would you mention every statistic? I mean, I'd probably mention everything that we've gone over. They read way more than us about the game. Like, they're so ready, and you're going to tell me you didn't come across the spread? Oh, you mean you're going to say, oh, he just ran the ball? Yeah, no, we all saw that. Why don't you say something that's uh, a little more insightful? A little bit irrelevant because I have my fucking mortgage right, <laughs> yeah. on this next play. Hey, so. hey well, why don't you tell me how long you think the anthem's going to be? <laughs> okay. I don't want to fucking hear about Jason Winton's receding hairline or anything else. Fuck. Imagining Al Michaels like being like, you know, I've done my research. <laughs> Pink's, Pink's come, been coming in at 147 lately. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Do you have any more for this? Oh, yeah. Oh, you go. I got, go. I got two more. You're I, hot. I, Keep I going. got two more. Go. And like I said, I'm going to have a little fun with these. The, the Kyrie assists against OKC 
February 3rd. Okay. Or, or James White receptions. <laughs> you know, they say Kyrie can't pass. They're both minus 120. Oh, yeah, that's a good bet. That's ridiculous. You take James White with ease. I got to take James White in a must-win game. Kyrie don't pass. But, I mean, everyone knows that, like, on game day, Bill Belichick wakes up, walks out on his porch, just grabs his dick. <laughs> And it speaks to him. Like, you don't know yeah. what he's going to do that day. He walks out on that porch and says, Reads the tea leaves, I'm man. not going to run today. We're just going to pass. Or. Nods to himself. We'll run to it. We're, we're running a little bit. Tits out. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a smile. Give me James White. Maybe a smile that nobody can see. That's a stay away. <laughs> That's a stay away. No, I'm going to take James White. Kyrie don't pass. Give me your next one. Last one I have. Curry made three-pointers versus the Lakers, February 2nd, minus 120. Or Brandon Cook's receptions in the Super Bowl, minus 120. Give me Curry. Curry's a higher, I feel like a higher percent chance Curry gets five made threes. There you go. I got two quick ones as well. This one's just for me. Will Tiger Woods be mentioned during the broadcast? Yes, at minus 500. At minus 500? No, plus 300. No way. Why the fuck would he be mentioned? Is he showing up? That's what I mean. Is minus 500 good odds? That's like us saying it's not a fucking football podcast and we have a football podcast for 30 minutes. So you bet 500 bucks, you win <laughs> only 100. <laughs> yeah, that's... Is that's that a right? good bet though, right? Yeah, yeah. No, right? I don't think they're going to mention Tiger Woods. Does Tiger Woods have plans to be there? Yeah, is he a fucking huge... Look into this. Write this down. Patriots, Rams fans? Yeah, look into this. And I saved this one for last. The first Doritos commercial. What is the color of the bag? I don't know the lines on these, but I did see this. Okay, so red, minus 175, big favorite. Blue, plus 200. Purple, plus 400. Yellow, coming in at plus 700. You're the Doritos expert. I do love me some Doritos. But you only eat red or blue Doritos. This is true. Even the spicy nacho are pretty much red. What? are purple and what are yellow i'm glad you asked yellow is their tortilla chips <laughs> so plain and simple just yellow bag tortilla chips any good they're phenomenal i don't know why they don't put a push on these i mean they should be advertising these all the goddamn time it's super bowl sunday's prime time chips and salsa day any let's get it going any seasoning to them or are they just actually just straight up it's a pretty good amount of salt <laughs> 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 uh purple is spicy sweet chili which you know don't they have some like blazing i thought it was like blazing yeah some of their other ones it's got like kind of a fuse between like two different flavors and i never really fucked around with those just because we're there, not gonna get into that but are there any purple yellow coming through like any chance i don't think so I mean, they, should they be pushing? Yellow should yes. be out there. Yellow like, should be out there. Is there any more chips and salsa than like on Super Bowl Sunday? Right. No. They should introduce I mean, that. I feel it'll like it'd be a thing. Fucking Cinco de Mayo, maybe. All right. That's more about tequila, though. Let's Write be honest. Too. Write that down. <laughs> Write that down. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I gotta go red or blue here, and honestly, I think it'll be red because that's their trademark. Everybody likes red. All right. Let's make our picks for this week. But. Before we make our picks, I'd like to get your thoughts about all the news surrounding Anthony Davis. Uh, I thought we were skipping this. 
This is very quick. Um, don't really have much to say. Actually, I'm ready to ship the boat. I don't really care what the trade is. It's out of my hands, and I think that's healthier for you, me, and everybody involved. All right. Don't want to be that topical podcast. That's just, uh, I remember what Let's that's. Let's revisit next week. If it's still a thing going into the last 48 hours before the trade deadline, whatever, we'll touch on it. You might lose Lonzo Ball and Kuzma and maybe some other things. So, uh, Moving on to our picks, and also before we get into that once more, I'd just like to go over my little parlay that I won last week. It's our first parlay, by the way, on the podcast. Congratulations. It is. Thank you. It was only worth two, so get better at parlays for sure. But well, I usually go big, and you know that, but I had to dumb it down a little bit because, I mean, if we're being honest here, if I do these little parlays every week, I'm just going to win straight up. So I like to make it fair by doing six-teamers, five-teamers, whatever it is. I'm pretty sure you're up for January. So. I let, Well, yep. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, for I'm our totally pick, sure. You're pretty sure, though? Pretty we're, sure. we're both pretty sure. For my top picks this week, I have the Nuggets away against the Pelicans, minus 8.5. Seems a bit high, but Anthony Davis is out. Julius Randle is out. And Miritich is out. That's Missing their best player, Julius Randle. <laughs> And former Pelican, Anthony Davis. Uh, that being said, Porter Jr.'s out and Jamal Murray's out. So, uh, I don't know. I just feel like the Nuggets are going to pull this off more than the Pelicans ever could. The Pelicans are pretty under, man. Oh, yeah. So, for my next one, I have the Kings, who were originally 5.5, minus 5.5, against the Hawks. Now it has moved to 6. Just goes to show you it's in my favor. Uh, I think the Kings are the better team. Hawks are tanking. Uh, Maybe I, we should start recording at 10 in the morning. <laughs> I think this is an easy win for the Kings. Um, God knows that'll bite me in the ass later. And lastly, I have Bulls away plus 10.5 against the Heat. What a dog shit game. Don't watch it. Don't you've, you've had a few watch it. Yeah, this might be the same game I said don't watch earlier in the season. But for real... Unless you're a season ticket holder for the Heat, don't watch it. D-Wade and Tyler Johnson, both questionable for the Heat. And Goran Dragic is also out. So, I don't know. I feel like plus 10.5 is right on the money, or they might even cover more than that. Right about in your rule zone that you're omitting. Yeah, it's yeah. I've had that rule, but now I go back on it now, so I don't even know if it's a fucking rule anymore. You'll get that one wrong. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but it's plus 10.5. Zach Levine's playing, you know, Bulls are pretty much healthy. I don't know. I have them covered. I'll get right into it then. I got a couple of the same picks, but I actually have New Orleans plus eight and a half. That's at home against Denver. I'm just taking the absolutely nobody believes in this angle and the fact that Davis wants out and they're so undermanned is just going to have some energy effect on them. People got to try to step up. And maybe they lose by six or seven. There you I go. See, I see it happening. Both teams injured anyway. I'm uh, taking the Kings minus six at home against the Hawks as well. I'm surprised that's a real line. Like, both teams relatively healthy. One team's tanking, one team's not. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's odd. Yeah. Um, maybe the Kings just still get no respect. And then, finally, I'm taking the number one team in the league against the spread. Mavs minus six and a half in New York. <laughs> I mean, Frankie Smokes is out. Moutier's out. And, again, one team's tanking, one team's not. One team is decent. One team isn't. I think teams like the Mavs and Kings still getting disrespect from the general public. Take us out, Ethan. I mean, I hate the fucking Mavs. Um, that being said, please, 
hit us up, give us a five-star review, tell your friends about us, listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, not Google SoundCloud. Play, not SoundCloud. Listen to us on whatever platform we're available. <laughs> give us a five-star review, please. Tell us, tell your friends. Tell Post everybody. review that you listen, that'd be great. Say I listen. Anybody who loves basketball. Four stars or more. Football. Just do it. We got to get up. NBA gambling out of the podcast name. It helps us get more hits. That it does. But it also makes us look like degenerates. It's also false advertising. Right. We gamble. Anyways, hit us up at ballsbackpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what we should bet for January. Please. We're in need of one. Otherwise, we're going to think of some dumbass one. So please help us out. Ethan, I'll see you. Absolutely, man. It's been a pleasure. Peace.